Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Dead 240, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So, welcome back everyone. It's the end of week 48, and so after today, just 20 more episodes to go on our year-long journey. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So, Marvin, we have come a long way. Oh, we sure have, Dave. But, yeah, after all that time, after thousands of years of God's big story... There is only one point between us. I am 18, 17 up. Yeah, it's getting pretty serious, Marvin. If I'm going to win this, I can't really afford to lose too many more. Yeah, let's do it, Dave. Jingle, please. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday quiz show. Hi, you guys. Hi, Gary. So, Gary, things are getting pretty tense as we get close to the end, so if you are, I think we're ready to get right to it. Oh, you got it, Dave. Here we go. Question one from this week. Peter and John healed a man as they were on their way to the temple. We heard the man had never been able to walk. But the Bible tells us he was more than how many years old? Oh, oh yeah, actually, I do remember that. Yeah, I think I do too, Marvin. Okay, question two. We heard how Jesus once went to dinner at a Pharisee's house. But when no one gave him water to wash his feet, a woman came and did it. What was unusual about how she washed Jesus' feet? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that too. Oh, this week's going well, Dave. Yep, I've got that one as well. Okay, so question three. We've been hearing about how the good news spread out from Jerusalem. It got all the way to our church in Northern Ireland and kept on going. But how many miles are there between Jerusalem and Ballina Hinch, where our church is in Northern Ireland? Oh, gosh. Well, it's a long way, that's for sure. Yeah, it sure is. Okay, well, well, yep, I've got my guess. Yeah, me too. Okay, so let's see how you both did. Question one, how old was the man that Peter and John healed on their way to the temple? Well, I think it said he was more than 40. Yep, that's what I put too, Marvin. I think it said that right at the end of one of our readings. That's right. Well done, guys. Question two, what was unusual about how the woman washed Jesus' feet? Oh, well, she used her tears and her hair, right? Yep, that's what I put. That's right. Good job, guys. Okay, so question three. How many miles, as the crow flies, between Jerusalem and Ballina Hinch? Oh, that would be one tired crow. But yeah, I guess 2,000 miles, Dave. Oh, we're pretty close, Marvin. Yeah, I guess just a little bit more than that. I guess 2,200 miles. Well, there are 2,000... 540 miles between Ballina Hinch and Jerusalem. Dave wins this week, and we're back to all square, with four weeks to go. Oh, phew. Well, 18 all, Marvin. You know, that means we could finish up tied with 20 points each. Oh, yeah. Gary, we might need a tiebreaker. There has to be a winner, Dave. 
Oh, yeah, for sure, Marvin. Well, anyway, thanks, Gary. That was fun. No problem, guys. I'll see you both next Friday. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin. Well, we had better get to our reading because it's quite a long one today. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. So we've seen how the Jewish leaders are getting angry with the disciples and Jesus's other followers, and they're trying to get them to stop preaching about Jesus. We saw how Peter and John were put in prison, and then yesterday we heard how the disciples were all put in prison and then whipped before they were let go. But yeah, things are getting worse and worse. Okay, hmm. Yeah, this doesn't sound like today's going to be happy reading. No, I'm afraid not, Marvin. So in Acts chapter 6, we hear about Stephen. And he's a believer and the Holy Spirit is doing amazing things for him. And he's telling people about Jesus. And so there's a group of Jews who want to shut him up. And so they talk some people into telling lies about Stephen. And they say that he's been saying things against God's law and against Moses and against the temple. And so because of that, Stephen is arrested and he's brought before the Jewish religious leaders. Oh dear. So Acts chapter 7 tells us what Stephen told these men. And we're going to jump into the middle of his speech. But he starts by kind of doing what we do on Mondays. He recaps the story of the people of Israel. He begins with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and then how Joseph brought them down to Egypt. And he goes on to Moses and how God appeared to him and sent him to bring the people out of slavery. And, well, that's the point in the speech where we're going to jump in. Okay, I see. Okay, well, who's reading for us today, Dave? Well, today we're back to our friend Deirdre. Oh, hi, Deirdre. Hello again, everyone. Today we're reading from Acts chapter 7 and we'll be reading from verse 39 to 60. Our people refused to obey Moses. They would not accept him. In their hearts, they wished they were back in Egypt. They told Aaron, make us a God who will lead us. This fellow Moses brought us up out of Egypt, but we don't know what has happened to him. That was the time they made a statue to their God. It was shaped like a calf. They brought sacrifices to it. They even enjoyed what they had made with their own hands. But God turned away from them. He let them go on worshipping the sun, the moon and the stars. This agrees with what was written in the book of the prophets. There it says, People of Israel, did you bring me sacrifices and offerings for 40 years in the desert? You have taken with you the shrine of your false god, Molech. You have taken with you the star of your false god, Rephan. You made statues of those gods to worship. So I will send you away from your country. God sent them to Babylon and even farther. Long ago, our people were in the desert. They had with them the holy tent. The tent was where the tablets of the covenant law were kept. Moses had made the holy tent as God had commanded him. Moses made it like the pattern he had seen. Our people received the tent from God. Then they brought it with them when they took the land of Canaan. God drove out the nations that were in their way. At that time, Joshua was Israel's leader. The tent remained in the land until David's time. David was blessed by God. So David asked if he could build a house for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built the temple for God. But the Most High God does not live in houses made by human hands. As God says through the prophet, Heaven is my throne. The earth is under my control. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Where will my resting place be? Didn't my hand make all these things? You stubborn people, you won't obey, you won't listen, 
You're just like the people of long ago. You always oppose the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your people didn't try to hurt? They even killed those who told about the coming of the blameless one. And now you have handed him over to his enemies. You have murdered him. The law you received was given by angels, but you haven't obeyed it. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they became very angry. They were so angry they ground their teeth at Stephen. But he was full of the Holy Spirit. He looked up to heaven and saw God's glory. He saw Jesus standing at God's right hand. Look, he said, I see heaven open. The Son of Man is standing at God's right hand. When the Sanhedrin heard this, they covered their ears. They yelled at the top of their voices. They all rushed at him. They dragged him out of the city. They began to throw stones at him to kill him. The people who had brought false charges against Stephen took off their coats. They placed them at the feet of a young man named Saul. While the members of the Sanhedrin were throwing stones at Stephen, he prayed. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit, he said. Then he fell on his knees. He cried out, Lord, don't hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. And Saul had agreed with the Sanhedrin that Stephen should die. Thanks, Deirdre. Oh no, Dave, they killed him. Yeah, that's right. Stephen is the first ever what we call Christian martyr, the first one to die because of his faith in Jesus. But even as he died, as men who hated him were throwing heavy stones at him to crush him and kill him, even though he's surrounded by all these people who hate him, just as Jesus had done, he prays that God will forgive those people for what they are doing to him. Yeah, yeah, and and he saw Jesus up in heaven? Yes, that's right. Now, Stephen was obviously in a very dangerous and very scary situation. But you know what? We don't see a man who's terrified. You know, not even a little bit. Jesus gives him a glimpse of where he is going to. And in the light of how amazing what he sees is, well, the darkness and the hatred that's around him, it kind of fades away. He's not scared or even really worried about what's happening to him, even though that was enough to terrify anyone. Okay, Dave, but, well... Yesterday, Dave, Jesus sent an angel to get the disciples out of prison. Well, how come he didn't send angels to rescue Stephen? Oh, you know, that's a really good question, Marvin. But I'm afraid it's not one that we really get to know the answer to. We don't know why God chooses to rescue some people and not others. We don't know why some people get healed from their diseases while other people die. We don't get to choose the path that God has led out for us. We just have to follow him where that path takes us and trust that it is all part of his plan for this world and that he knows what he's doing. It might be a path full of happy times, but it might be a path that has really hard times and lots of sadness along the way too. We just don't know. But just like Stephen, we do know what lies at the end of our path. For those who love Jesus, it's a future with him that is so amazing that if we got just a glimpse of it like Stephen did, well, it would fill us with such joy and excitement that it would make all the pain and the sadness and the hatred that might come at us, that might terrify us in this world, well, it would make all of that take a back seat. Today, boys and girls, let's ask God to help us look forward to heaven like Stephen did, so that no matter where our path leads us, through good times or through the worst of times, Our eyes are focused not on what is around us, but on our destination, on heaven, on where we are going. Okay, got you, Dave. Yeah, that's good.
Oh, and one more thing, boys and girls. I don't know if you noticed, but while they stoned Stephen, it said a young man named Saul looked after their coats. And then at the end, that Saul agreed that Stephen should die. Well, just remember that name, boys and girls. It's going to be important. Oh, interesting. And, well, that's us out of time, Marvin. So let's say goodbye, and we will be back next week for week number 49. Oh, bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.